Forgive me if uh, my American will be a little bit Italian. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Nemo's Garden started uh, around four or five years ago. And uh, the concept uh, of the Nemo's Garden is the following. If you take a look of our planet, uh, a large part of our planet is, is fulfilled of desert. And we have a lot of water. We, the oceans are extended in a, a large part of our planet. So one day I felt, uh, but can we use uh, the ocean to uh, provide uh, an alternative to the uh, conventional agriculture? Um, in few words, uh, is there really find an alternative in the ocean to uh, have the agriculture in the sites where there is no fresh water and where the temperature in between day and night uh, is uh, too different. Uh, you know that the stress, uh, for example, in the desert, in between zero degrees uh, uh, centigrade Celsius during the night and 40, 50 degrees Celsius, more than 110 Fahrenheit during the day, is not allowing the growing of uh, the plants. So I said, OK, let's see if uh, there is opportunity to create a, a structure underwater. And the Nemo's Garden is an underwater laboratory to experiment the cultivation of vegetables into what we call biospheres. Uh, I want to remark that is an ongoing project. We have a lot of things uh, still uh, open. So we, we need to investigate and to create a, a real economically sustainable project. Now, take a look Plants at this Plants are very delicate organisms. To grow, they need constant temperatures, water, light, and protection from parasites and harmful elements. Unfortunately, the perfect alignment of all these factors is not easy to find. That's why alternative solutions have been looked for and created. But not all of these solutions are perfect. I believe we can do better than this. Now, imagine a place that receives a lot of light, with constant temperatures, protected, and where there's a lot of water. Hmm, sounds like the ocean. By utilizing a biosphere, a kind of bubble filled with air, but underwater, we can plant our seeds. Light from the sun penetrates the surface and gets to the plant inside the biosphere. At the same time, the water of the surface inside the sphere evaporates. This way, fresh water is automatically provided to our growing plant. The ocean holds a constant, stable temperature and also acts as a magnificent protection from insects, parasites and abrupt climate changes. Basically, it's an ecological and auto-sustainable system. Is it too good to be true? It could mean growing veggies in many inhospitable regions in the world extending cultivable areas and having completely natural products while using very little energy. All of this could be achievable if we could grow plants underwater. Whoops, almost forgot. Do you want to know another very strange thing? We actually did it. And all that we have been talking about already exists.
Okay, so my son Luca uh, introduced uh, the physical mechanism that is uh, providing the um, activity into the biosphere and the, and the growing of the plants. It's a greenhouse, a greenhouse that we install at the bottom of the sea. And uh, our target has been uh, to create a, a self-sustainable system. The ocean uh, is keeping the temperature very stable. It's uh, moving up and down, but during the day, there is not difference in 24 hours. So if we transform uh, the, in a natural way the salt water in the fresh water, we, have already, we are already doing an, an additional step. Um, it has to be ecologic. Now, the, the, the point is that we needed to create a something that is using the energy of the ocean, the energy uh, coming from the sun, coming from the wind, transforming this energy in electricity and uh, using this electricity for the utilities uh, that I will show you uh, operating inside of the biosphere. But in the meantime, we need uh, to respect the environment uh, and uh, to make something that is integrated in the environment. Um, so for example, the present installation uh, is using solar panels, uh, wind power, and uh, we uh, install everything in a very, very flat area where there are no more um, reefs uh, and uh, the life uh, uh, stop in some way because uh, due the reason of uh, the local reason, they brought a lot of uh, soil and they, in the years, in more than 30 years, uh, they destroyed the environment. Now, with the installation of uh, the Nemos Garden, we are trying to rebuild uh, a sea life. Now, how is it made? <clears throat> the, uh, I am explaining what is the present architecture, but uh, in the past, uh, we were using like uh, lifting bags uh, made by PVC. Right now, uh, the structure that we built uh, is uh, made by domes, um, domes made by acrylic resin and uh, completely transparent, unique, one unique piece. Uh, we, we have made a specific and special tool to make it, and they are approximately six feet of diameter. So uh, the volume of each uh, dome is approximately 2,000 liters. 2,000 liters means uh, 2,000 liters of buoyancy that is uh, equivalent of around uh, uh, approximately uh, 4,000 pounds of buoyancy. So we need uh, an anchoring system to keep uh, the uh, domes uh, uh, fixed on the bottom. And each one has uh, 24 chains uh, all around. It's a kind of uh, structure from uh, um, uh, eight uh, points uh, we have uh, three chains per point connected to screws that we install in the bottom. Inside, we had to create space enough for 
the vegetation. And uh, this is a pretty interesting part of our experiment. Uh, people are asking me, are you bringing soil underwater? Uh, no, absolutely not, because uh, if we wanted to be sustainable, and if we needed to, and if our target is to create uh, something that is respectful of the environment, and respectful even of uh, the energy involved uh, in, the, in the project, uh, we cannot bring soil, because bring soil means uh, um, work, uh, a lot of works. And then the risk to bring uh, uh, to the biosphere pollution, because in the soil uh, there are uh, bugs, uh, there are uh, any kind of uh, little uh, life, uh, presence of life that can be brought underwater and at that point can explode with uh, uh, pollution, with uh, contamination of uh, the environment. So what we decided to do was uh, to choose uh, the hydroponic uh, culture. The, in the hydroponic culture that is uh, pretty well known all around the world, you just use a mechanical support for growing of the plants, and then you need to have a flow of water that is irrigating the roots, the seed first of all, and then finally providing oxygen with the moving of the water in the bottom part of the plant. So, we were in need to decide a symmetry, a, a, a system to um, occupy at the best the space in the biosphere. Um, and we decided to design this kind of a spiral. So this is a, a spiral, is a tube, and uh, every, let's say, three inches, we have a little hole. And um, what happened is that the water that is a salt water is evaporating, is uh, condensing in the internal part of uh, the biosphere, and uh, like it happened in a window of a home when it's pretty cold outside, warm inside, and uh, then the, all the water is collected in a kind of ribs that are staying in uh, in the perimeters of uh, the, the, the dome, and collected in a small tank. In a movie that I will show later on, you will see the details. When the water is collected in this tank, there is a, a, an electrical pump that is uh, moving and, and is working with the solar energy that we produce, is moving the water on the top of uh, the dome, at the top of uh, the spiral, and by gravity, the water is going down, going down and providing the water to the plants that are growing. Um, the, the plants at the beginning, uh, first of all, we do not bring uh, plant. We just bring seeds. Because, because if you try to install a plant, you are uh, bringing poison or uh, contamination to the environment. So, it's necessary to start from the seed and to have a plant growing from nothing. The humidity uh, that we have at the beginning is uh, making uh, very fast the blooming, the, the, the growing of the plant. The roots are going down 
And finally, the, the, the plant is growing like a conventional one. The only thing that we need to bring underwater in the biosphere is the fertilizer, liquid fertilizer. So we are simply uh, tran transferring the hydro hydroponic uh, uh, technology underwater. Uh, the control of the environment in each biosphere is very important, and it has been one of the, the challenges of our project. Because, for example, at the beginning, when we were using the PVC lifting bag, um, we had a lot of humidity, and the, the hair inside were, was stagnant, was not moving at all. So we understood that uh, we were in need to remove the humidity from the leaves of the plant. Otherwise, uh, the plant were not able to breathe. And we installed a, a fan. And uh, we uh, have been able to create a circulation of air inside of the biosphere. But uh, the control of uh, the um, system is uh, fundamental, because uh, if our vision is to make a professional and a project. And of course, we do not know if we shall be completely successful. But we might be successful if we collect information. So even you, from your home, if you go to www.nemosgarden.com, you can access to this monitor. And this monitor is showing you the temperature of the air inside of the biosphere, the humidity. Then you have the water temperature. Here you have the oxygen. You have the CO2. And finally, the illumination. All these information are very important. But in the time, we learn a lot of things. For example, illumination in kilolux is not enough we needed to check the frequency of the uh, light. Uh, we found that uh, the uh, cycle of the plants uh, is very interesting. And uh, the oxygen is uh, uh, produced inside of the biosphere, thanks to the uh, classic green cycle of, uh, of the plant. The CO2 is important for the divers and even for the plants. When we go inside of the biosphere, imagine uh, it's, a, it's completely open on the bottom. So the divers can come on the, on the bottom and enter, and then they are out from the water, and they can work. But uh, they can breathe from their uh, tanks, but they can breathe even the air inside of the biosphere, up to a certain level. If the percentage is too high, it's becoming dangerous. So we needed to check the, the situation of the CO2 uh, for a couple of reasons. One, because we want to see if the divers are safe, number one. And secondarily, because we want to see if the CO2 is used by the plant, because the plants are using CO2 for their growing. And this is happening. Uh, this uh, system is uh, uh, installed, is a kind of gyroscope, uh, to verify the position of the biosphere. It's very important for us, because uh, 
sometime, especially during this period of the year, we have a big storms. And we are very close to the shoreline. We are at uh, more or less uh, 15, uh, 25 feet of water. So when there is a big storm, uh, we have a great impact to our installation. And we need to understand if the anchoring system is working or not. Now, uh, again, I, you are more than welcome to check our website. And uh, you may have the op opportunity to check the trend of uh, all data, the water, uh, the hair, the illumination, the CO2, and so on. It's really inter interesting. And uh, for example, this is a typical situation in which we have uh, daylight, night, and daylight again, in which uh, the, uh, during the day, the sun rays are penetrating the water and are warming up, uh, they are warming up the air inside of the biosphere, while the temperature of the water is uh, pretty stable. Um, the biosphere uh, are isolated from uh, the external environment. So we have no problem of bugs. We have no problem of uh, pollution, as said before. Um, it's a, we are using hydroponic uh, system in a way to have uh, the limitation of uh, everything that we have to transfer from the surface. So in few words, uh, our target is uh, we install the system, we put the seeds, and we forget the, uh, the, 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 the operation. Because we are just going to go when uh, it's the harvest time. Because everything is automatic. This is the project. This is, this is the target. Of course, uh, it's uh, something that we are fixing step by step. We collect uh, the the data of uh, the, the, the climate consist of the, uh, the, of the environment, the data of the environment. This is very important because uh, sometime during the summertime, we have a very high uh, level of temperature inside. So it's more typical for tropical plants. And, uh, but the, during the winter time uh, in Italy, uh, we may, may go at zero degrees centigrade, uh, 32 Fahrenheit. And uh, there is no any growing of uh, vegetation at that uh, level of temperature. But in the water, we are at uh, 60 Fahrenheit. So we may extend the operation of the agriculture even during the winter time. And why that? Because the, the, the temperature of the ocean, the, of the Mediterranean Sea, is not going below 13.5, 14 centigrade. So, and inside of the biosphere, thanks to the illumination uh, of uh, the, the, light, the light illumination, we are no, no less than 16, 17. So it's a, still a good level of growing of vegetation. We are testing the mechanic uh, resistance. We are making the, a very deep analysis of how much water can we produce. Because it's a, it is a thermodynamic um, question. The surface of uh, the biosphere, the difference of temperature in between in and out, is uh, generating a calculation of how much water can we produce per day. And if that is enough to provide uh, material for the growing of a plant. 
um, in line of principle, we might produce uh, in between uh, three, four liters of water per day. It's a lot. It's a lot because uh, even by making, like now, uh, 67, 70 plants, uh, we can't increase uh, the weight uh, of uh, the plants uh, of, uh, let's say, three, four liters means uh, approximately 10 uh, pounds per day. No way. So three, three, four liters per day is a, a lot. But this is the theory. In practice, in, in practic, uh, at the present time, we are less than 50%. So we needed to improve uh, this production. Um, we, okay, the final point is we, we collected the data and we transfer outside and uh, we have uh, to create even a safe environment for the divers. In fact, each biosphere is uh, monitored by webcams and uh, there is a, a complete system of communication uh, even wireless uh, outside, or ultrasonic, and inside of the biosphere, uh, thanks to a, um, an access point, a Wi-Fi system that we have installed to, in each biosphere. In few words, uh, you may go in a biosphere and you can connect uh, your cellular phone and having conversation with everybody around the world by Skype and so on. But this is made primarily for, for safety. Okay. This is a vision of uh, the Nemos Garden right now. Um, there are five biospheres that are uh, in use for the production. And in each one, there are more or less in between 60 and 70 plants growing. Uh, there is a, a, another biosphere that we use like observatory, and it's uh, even uh, uh, used for live transmission. We have made a lot of live transmission from uh, Nemo's Garden to all around the world. And uh, probably you have the curiosity to know what is that strange structure in the middle. That is the uh, tree of uh, uh, life. Uh, that was the symbol of the Expo 2015 in Milan, Italy, that was dedicated to uh, the food, to feed the world. And we were representing our region at that uh, exhibition. But the tree of life uh, is uh, a, a, an architecture, a design that was built uh, by Michelangelo 100 years ago and is representing the, uh, our evolution. Uh, a tree uh, is having the roots uh, in the soil and is growing, going to the leaves, uh, and uh, in the direction of the sun. So the, the tree of the life is representing the evolution of our uh, civilization, of our, of our planet. And we use uh, uh, this uh, symbol to represent uh, one of our targets, that is to create uh, a, an alternative option of uh, food and not, so, not just the food. I will explain you some interesting point in a few slides. And having food, you may create jobs. And if you have jobs, you have a peace. And if you have a peace, we may continue to hope for a nice future. 
So this is a, we wanted to have a, that one like a symbol of all our planet, of our, all our humankind. And uh, in the meantime, it's very helpful because uh, there are 1,000 meters of cable, cables coming from the uh, shoreline carrying uh, internet, carrying uh, uh, the, because we needed to collect uh, the data. And we, we wanted to keep everything say, in a good way, in a, in a, in a nice uh, uh, condition in respect of the environment. So the, the, the tree of the life is the center of a kind of star where all the cable are going and then are moved to each biosphere to have a, a better organized environment. I want to show you a, a video now that has been, if we can reduce a little bit the audio so I can uh, describe. This is a way of uh, providing you a, a virtual visit of uh, the Nemo's garden. And was, it was made by the, one of our major uh, Italian uh, channel last year. Um, there are the undertitle in English, and uh, you see that uh, the divers is moving. This is Gianni. Gianni is uh, the coordinator of uh, our uh, project. He's a young guy that is uh, uh, taking care of the full operation of the system, the maintenance, collecting of data. Uh, you see that uh, this is the uh, platform where we have uh, the tree of the life. And this is one of the uh, our biosphere. You see, there are some pots too. Yeah, that is uh, something that I didn't tell you before because uh, we experimented even uh, some uh, coconut fiber. But just uh, because uh, we wanted to test uh, many, 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 many different kinds of seeds. And for that reason, we were in need to use more space, the space on our shelf. You see that there are some shelves here in, in which we have all our uh, technical equipment and where we can put some pots and we can uh, seed different plants. This is the anchoring system that we have. It's... Uh, you see this one, this little rib? This is the, the one that is collecting the water that is uh, conde condensing on uh, the inside part of the biosphere and moving to the small tank where we keep the water that uh, we are using for uh, feeding the plant. Each uh, diver is uh, wearing what we call uh, integrated diving mask. With uh, this uh, integrated diving mask, they can communicate uh, to each other and, uh, and with uh, the surface. On the surface, we made a little tower of control. The tower of control where we uh, check uh, the conditions of each uh, of our installation and from where we uh, send uh, all images and all information all around the world through the internet. 
del terreno e dell'acqua all'interno delle bicicletta. All these systems on the, on the bottom are a fantastic uh, uh, protection for the sea life. We have a lot of uh, sea horses. We have schools of uh, baby fishes that are finding their protection in, in the, this area. Fortunately, and we, we ask the permission to, for the installation, and by asking the permission, we ask even to uh, for, uh, forbid, uh, to, um, to avoid any kind of fishing around. Yeah, now Gianni is speaking from one of the biosphere. We have an intercom system, and uh, as you can see, he removed his mask. And we can stay for a while working uh, uh, in a, uh, without any problem of wearing equipment. It's, a, it's just a question to all the time monitor the situation of the CO2 and the oxygen. Yeah, this is uh, Dario, he is our electronic engineer, he's uh, checking all data and uh, explaining how they, they work. Uh, it's a fantastic system of testing material. It's uh, uh, one of the problems we, we have underwater is that the sea life is growing everywhere and uh, even on the, on the domes. So, Growing, it's uh, limiting the uh, 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 the light that is going through. So we need to find solutions without any poison to uh, protect the external part of the biosphere. And it's not easy, not easy. Right now we are using mechanical system. You are cleaning like you do in the aquarium uh, tank. Uh, but uh, we are projecting solution with uh, spe special rays that are limiting the draw, uh, UV uh, rays that are limiting the, the growing of the vegetation and the sea animal outside. But it's an experiment and we needed to find a solution that has to be respectful of the environment. Gianni is uh, now showing many different uh, uh, plants uh, and uh, we tested a, a lot of kind of plants. We tested uh, beans, uh, we tested uh, tomatoes, uh, we tested uh, basil, uh, aromatic herbs, uh, uh, many, many different uh, options to find what might be uh, the good one uh, or what might be the, the faster growing or the ones that uh, may have uh, a reason to be grown uh, in, in a so special and particular environment. Uh, some work, some didn't work. Um, the one of the points that we have to uh, always take in consideration is uh, the combination in between humidity, uh, temperature, uh, and, and sunlight. Because uh, the sunlight that is arriving to the biosphere is approximately one-tenth of the surface. And the blue frequency, of course, uh, is the, the majority. So this is affecting on, on the plant. And the, 
There are some that are reacting very well and some that are not so good. Okay. Now, uh, okay, let's see if I'm capable to go on. Okay. Why uh, grow plants underwater? One reason that we discovered is the very interesting. This is a plant of basil. And this is a, a test that, that we have uh, repeated in the years. The basil you have uh, in mind, it's uh, very aromatic. You, there is a fantastic smell. Okay. That is coming from uh, the essence oil that is containing the basil. Now, generally, the, the fingertip of uh, the basil is the percentage of aromatic, uh, uh, of the essence oil, many different kinds. But uh, it's uh, around 52%, between 45 and 52, 53%. What we found in the plants that we grew underwater is that the essence oil are going to 70, 72, 74%. So there is a higher concentration of uh, uh, this essence oil. That means that uh, growing a plant in this specific environment, we have a concentration of characteristic. And this is something very important that might open the uh, opportunity of uh, uh, to grow plants for pharmaceutical and uh, uh, cosmetic application. In fact, uh, last season, we had a French company coming and testing three different plants. One specifically for uh, use in the chemotherapy uh, post-treatment. Uh, and um, because if they may have an additional value in the plants, because it's, there is a higher, higher concentration, this may justify a different way of agriculture, a different way of growing the plants. So this is one of the key points, something that we have to study. Because honestly speaking, if you ask me now how much it costs one pound of basil, I can tell you maybe $500. And it's nonsense, of course, because it's not a, a way to respond to the real uh, expectation of, uh, of the planet. But uh, we have to insist and we have to find the best sustainable system to create this alternative option. Um, these are. Uh, different plants that we grow, we grew, and we are growing. You see, this is the spiral that I described uh, before, and the plants are coming out from a, a little plastic cone where there is a sponge material. It's like hydroponic. Um, excuse me, uh, conventional hydroponic culture. Um, here you see sage, thyme, oregon, Majoran, mint, coriander, and dill that we, we grew. Uh, we had uh, a, an experiment that is still going on with aloe. We use a, a seed of aloe 
my wife asked to do it <laughs> a couple of years ago. And uh, this, this plant is growing a lot. And in, uh, now we, we, we put the seed on uh, July 17, 2016. And now the aloe is like this. Uh, beans. Uh, and uh, we try different kind of uh, plants for specific application. For example, stevia is used for uh, making a, a sweeter. And uh, the experiment that we are uh, carrying on is uh, to see if we may have a higher concentration of that characteristic in the stevia. So uh, we are moving on and, and testing different material, different plants. Lemon basil is excellent, especially with a, <laughs> a slice of tomato. Fantastic. I tried personally. And, and the peppers. The peppers are still going on. And we started from uh, a little seed. And probably in the next few days, we shall have finally some fruit. And this is what we made in two months and a half of production in one and a half biosphere. It, it seems, uh, but for me, it's a lot. <laughs> but uh, I think that is just the first step. Because the, the, the project, wanted to look to the future. We needed to dream. And we needed to dream in a pragmatic way. Because we need a dream for uh, creating something uh, new and, uh, and try. Um, I want to finish with a, a very short uh, movie that has been made a few months ago. Uh, that is a, a comment by my, my son at the beginning. And uh, it's representing uh, the, the real target of our uh, experiment. We want to create uh, opportunities. We want to try. We want to see if uh, impossible may become possible. Uh, we are on our way. <laughs> and we are trying to do the best we can. The resources we use on land right now will not be there in the future. They're scarce and they will run out. This idea that my dad dreamt about and we created together, this could really be something for the future. Something that could change the future we live in. percent sure that we shall be successful but we have to try just to try thank you so much for your attention <laughs>